It is Wednesday, the first day of February, 2023. And yesterday, Massachusetts, the fine Commonwealth of Massachusetts, entered the 21st century and we can now legally gamble on sports. Unless it's a college event played in the within the confines of said commonwealth, uh, then no, you can't. Uh, rightfully so, because history shows and proves that anyone playing football at Boston College can likely be bought. Or uh, though I have officially retired from gambling, I may still head down to one of the casinos and place a solitary wager just for the sake of contributing to the old till Maybe I'll go with a, a future that I feel strongly about, like the Bruins winning the Cup or West Ham getting relegated. Motherfuckers. Maybe I'll talk about that later, just to piss off all three of my listeners, we'll see. I doubt it, but... Uh, anyways, this week I'll be talking about a bunch of shit that's like a week old, uh, because uh, last week I had uh, the Fair Brothers Washburn on the show. Uh, from the band The Quiet Violent. Uh, it was a good good show, good episode, good chat. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think they did too. Uh, it just meant that I didn't get to my usual pile of shit. And so, um, and then for some weird reason, I didn't really add anything to my notes, which is very strange. Typically, I'm uh, very cognizant of the, of the goings-on around me and find things to complain about, but I didn't. Uh, I'm swamped at work doing, you know, actual work. So kind of leaves me a bit fried. I'm not used to that. I mean, look, it's been a while since I've had to to do actual work for an entire work day. Five days out of the week. This is not normal for me over the course of uh, close to the last three years. Fucking hell. So, yeah. Brain is a little pew, wee, wee, wacky. Uh, pretty sad, I know, but hey, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about weird couples. Gonorrhea, National Grid, Kim Kardashian. What's the craziest thing you have seen someone doing while driving? Also talk about the greatest comedian alive, Nick Adams, and cheap vodka. Plus, I've got another voicemail gem. From P1 Complainer, Heather. And that's all right here, right now. On episode number 148 of Complaints and Observations. Still the most less than average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room. When he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity. Guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. All right, hey, what's going on? Hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you're you're feeling okay. Hope uh, you and yours are swell. I genuinely mean that. I really do. Um, so yeah, I am uh, recording from um, sitting at the dining room table uh, this week, so you might get a little bit of echo, but uh, I don't particularly give a shit. Uh, you might hear me swap the cats away multiple times. One of them right now is sitting on the table. I'm sure he's going to be a prick here in uh, just a matter of time, but a bit of info that uh, you don't really need or should care about, but unfortunately, the Broadcast Palace is completely and totally out of commission like 
entirely donezo for now. Um, had the... Ugh, all right, there you go, Gus. Had the electrician come in... Um, actually, needed to find an electrician, first of all. What is with you people, electricians? Uh, can't figure it out. I think I called four, and I haven't heard back from one. Like, are you people that busy that you don't want business? I, I'm thrilled with the one that called back. I mean, this dude is terrific. Um, seems like a very nice guy. Seems very honest. I'm looking forward to working with him. Unfortunately, it's going to cost me <laughs> uh, enough money. I'm not going to lay that out there, but enough. Enough money. Basically, what happened is Shed was only on a 15-amp circuit. It was not built for you know how I use it. And I probably should have figured that out, but I didn't. Because I don't know anything about fucking electricity. I'm not an electrician. What the fuck do I know? So more or less, the, uh, you know, at first, he thought maybe that just the circuit had blown and maybe he could figure that out. But then uh, doing a bit more work, he realized that the underground uh, wire is probably fried. So it's going to require digging a trench. It's going to require replacing the wire. It's going to require uh, adding a 20-amp circuit along with the 15-amp circuit uh, to the shed. So, you know, and of course it's going to be, you know, a solid two degrees this weekend. So who knows when this is going to happen, hopefully sooner rather than later. Cause I don't want all my shit to freeze. Not, not that there's really anything that's in danger. The television is in there, my Xbox, uh, turntable, but nothing's going to happen to that, but a shit ton of booze, which, you know, if it freezes, it's not the end of the world. It's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. So, so that's where the uh, the broadcast palace is at. So send your uh, your T's and P's my way. Thank you. Um, but uh, you know, as I mentioned, uh, legalized sports gambling—that's a big deal around these parts. Big, big deal. And you know, they of course all the casinos in the area made a big deal about it. Rightfully so. And I think it's going to be a, a real boon for this area. It's going to be, it's going to make a ton of sense. It's going to be a big deal. Um, I was thrilled when I found out that the, my fair town of Rainham, where yours truly was raised, um, who their biggest, uh, you know, uh, taxpayer and employer was the dog track, the Rainham Taunton Greyhound Park. Uh, closed, however many years ago, when the fine liberal denizens of the Commonwealth voted against Greyhound racing. Now, look, in theory, I would prefer that, you know, dogs aren't raised simply to chase a fake rabbit around at high speeds. But, you know... There were a lot of people that counted on that for a paycheck. And what did they have to do? Oh, they had to go work at one of the two Walmarts in town. That's right. Two. Small-ass town in fucking Massachusetts that has two goddamn Walmarts. Stupidest fucking thing on earth. But whatever. So anyways, the uh, the, the owners of the Rainham Taunton are building a a retail uh, super complex thing with a giant fucking sports book and with the backing of Caesars. How fucking wild is that? I want to see all the Mannings, uh, you know, coming to Rainham. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Where the fuck would they stay? Easton? No. Mansfield, probably, or they could stay in Foxborough. That's probably uh, likely, or maybe they'll stay in Providence just because old Eli and old, fuck's the other kid's name? <laughs> Peyton. <laughs> old Eli and old Peyton used to Providence. So who knows? I don't know. I'm talking on my ass here. Um, But yeah, fucking A. So it's a big deal. And, um, you know, Rainham is going to start to see some of the benefits of it. I'm very excited. I'm happy for them. 
you know, the town's run by a bunch of snooty. I don't even know. I shouldn't even say that. It's kind of rude. I don't know who's in charge. Why the fuck would I know? I haven't lived there in an awfully long time. My parents haven't lived there for a while. So, yeah. Interesting shit. But as I said, I have uh, retired from gambling, so I will not be partaking. I'm a shitty gambler. Horrifically bad gambler. So why would I waste my money? Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's sort of, you know, kind of catching up a little bit on current events. And then there's a few things that I noted that I wanted to talk about. And and quite frankly, there isn't going to be a ton in this episode. And I, every time I say that, I end up fucking, you know, yammering for an hour and a half. I really hope I don't yammer for 90 minutes. Because I really don't want to. But one thing that I neglected to mention in the open on my list, um, the other day I'm sitting on the train, right? And there was this woman, and I assume her boyfriend or husband or whomever. So there's a couple standing next to me. And I, I you know, I get this overwhelming scent of dial soap. If you're familiar with just the plain gold dial soap, this was the shit that growing up, my pediatrician used to tell me I had to wash my face with every day because my gross, oily, portuguese skin was gross and oily. And so we needed to dry the fucker out. And this is what he suggested. Gold dial soap. And if you know that smell, it's something that will stick in the fucking olfactory sensors, sensory system. I don't fucking know what it is. Like in your brain for the rest of your life. And I start thinking to myself, all right, there's no way that this woman, not, I mean, young, I would say she's probably like mid to late 20s, reasonably attractive, dressed uh, very well. So my assumption is she's on the train to go to work, obviously, as most of us are. Um, and, you know, her uh, paramour there is wearing a suit. And so I'm thinking, all right, they might, maybe they work on State Street or in the financial district or something. I don't know. But all I could smell was fucking dial soap. And so it, initially, and it, let, let me rewind a bit, but initially I thought it was him. I'm like, all right, well, this dude clearly just washed with dial soap. And then that was that. Well, he got off before she did. And then she stood next to me for probably six more stops. A lot of swishing in there. And so now, obviously, my mind has changed. I'm thinking, all right, obviously, this one is is the one that smells like fucking gold dial soap. I'm like, all right, is that a perfume of some kind? Because nobody can wash themselves, their entire body, with that soap enough that the, the smell sticks to you, right? Are you following along? I don't think that's possible. I really don't. But again, what the fuck do I know? All I know is it was it was really fucking weird, and I was thrilled to get off the train to get away from the dial soap girl because it was it was I don't know it was off putting that she smelled clean. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, speaking of the opposite of clean, I heard something uh, now two weeks ago. Apparently, gonorrhea rates in the fine commonwealth of Massachusetts rose over 300% from 2009 to 2020. That is... Uh, a very large increase over a reasonable amount of time. How much fucking are you people doing? How, I shouldn't let, let me rephrase that. How much dirty fucking are you people doing? Good grief. 300%. And I think I, I had to have heard this on, 
on WBZ. Because when you hit a certain age, you find yourself listening to uh, AM 1030 WBZ News Radio. Yeah, that's right. And it was like, oh, it's become a, you know, the state is is pumping in funds. Like they're they're throwing more money at, I guess, gonorrhea, you know, prevention, which is, hey, uh, you know, don't fuck each other raw dog, you sick fucks. Uh, Take your, what is it, Valtrex? No, that's herpes. Sorry. I got my venereal diseases confused. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> that should be the slogan. <laughs> Gonorrhea? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that is that was pretty jarring. Three hundred percent. I just, boy, I'm telling you. There was a conversation at lunch today. Uh, this girl that I work with is talking briefly. Uh, somehow the conversation started because one dude was talking about how he was meeting his new girlfriend's mother this weekend. And everybody at the table was all like, whoa, looks like the next thing is a ring. Whoa. I'm like, all right. Shut up. And I just went back to fucking reading. That's right. Reading. Uh, and so it's just kind of, you know, the single people in the room were, you know, throwing shit out what's going on. This day. And one girl said uh, they were at a, an after work function. Right. And it was uh, this girl, A, and there was another girl at the table who she happened to be, uh, you know, friendly enough with that they both attended this after work function. And the girl who was telling the story met a guy at this at this thing. And I guess they just started talking and uh, they went out. And apparently during the first date, the gentleman uh, talked about how, uh, oh, he wanted kids, want to start a family, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So they went out multiple times after that, you know, engaged in, you know, your usual playful coitus. Um, and then after like a month, the guy's like, yeah, I really... Uh, I don't want any more kids. And she's like, what do you mean more kids? Well, apparently he already had kids uh, and didn't want more kids. And so that was the end of their uh, courtship, I guess. And it's like, boy, are dudes really that shitty that they just, I mean, look, dudes lie all the time to get laid. That's a given. But that's a long, that's a long con right there, right? A month. And like, look, it, She's an attractive young lady, so I don't really blame the gentleman. But at the same time, your entire, you know, coital experience is based on a lie. There's no sense in lying. There's just really no sense in lying. It doesn't do you any good. I shouldn't say that. I mean, in some cases it may. But in cases like this, and then to top it off, who the fuck knows what these people have? A 300% increase in gonorrhea cases since 2009. You've got no idea what kind of fucking scabies are living in that. (laughs) Are living in that bush. Male or female bush. (laughs) Gross. Uh, On that note, uh, back after this. So the Super Bowl is coming. A matchup between two teams that nobody fucking likes. The, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, I really don't give a solid fuck about this game. <laughs> really don't. Super Bowl 57. Wow, 57. It's a big number. Um, yeah, I don't care, and I don't care who wins. Um, you know, quite frankly, I think I'd rather see the Eagles win, uh, you know, just so we can hear, you know, all this bullshit about, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Oh, they've made they made the Super Bowl uh, three times or four times, however many times it's fucking been, but they've only won it once, and suddenly they're, uh, you know, a dynasty of some kind. Ah, shut the fuck up. Stop it. 
you got to win more than one for anyone to give a solid hoot about you. The Eagles, like if they win, okay, so they won five years ago, and they win now. The difference is this is an entirely different team, like not even close. You can't call it a dynasty when it's a vastly different club. Like literally, the only consistency is like uh, Boston Scott and Jeffrey Luria. That's about it. <laughs> That's it. I'm sure there's some random defensive line. Oh, Kelsey, the Kelsey brother, which holy fuck. Listen, strap in, get ready. You're going to fucking hate the Kelseys, the whole goddamn family. By the time this game kicks off, it actually shouldn't say that because they're going to milk the fuck out of it. Uh, and look, I'm sure they're fine people. You know, they don't seem... Uh, Travis Kelsey th- seems a tad annoying, but yeah, whatever. He's just a... He is what it is. Uh, his brother Jason seems quiet and whatever. So they're, they're totally different. But man, they are going to beat that fucking thing like a dead horse. Not that hit, Think about that. Um... I probably said that expression wrong. Why would you beat a dead horse? For what? Yeah, I know I said that. I had to have said it wrong. Or is it just like, you know, it's so pointless to beat a dead horse. See, I'm not smart. (laughs) You're just beating a dead horse. Why would you beat a live horse, you piece of shit? Anyways. Um... Yeah, I don't care about this game. Um, I'm looking forward to the subpar commercials. The halftime show, Rihanna, I mean, you know, I'm sure she'll be good to look at uh, to a certain extent, and her music will just be, you know, not for me. But what can you do? Um, I'm Look, I shouldn't say that. I'm curious to see how it goes. It could be very good. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, whatever. One of the things I wrote down, though, uh, what the fuck were the Cowboys doing on that last drive? What the what the fuck? What? What the fuck? And it makes me very. Here's the thing. It's a catch 22. I'm happy that the offensive coordinator is gone. Kellen Moore. Because not very good. The downside is now Mike McCarthy still has a job, and he's going to call plays. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what are we doing? I have been a Cowboys fan since uh, the day I was born. And so to see them sort of flop around like a fish out of water for the last 27 years is depressing uh, because it's not as if they don't have the resources. It's not as if they can't do these things. It's just that the old man is so fucking, uh, he thinks he's smarter than everyone in the room when he's not. He got lucky with the oil. He got lucky because he was friends with Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson is the one that brought the Cowboys not two, but three Super Bowl championships. Barry Switzer just happened to be there to push the buttons for the last one. But that last play, where they had Zeke Elliott as the center, now, he's ineligible, so, you know, what are they going to do? Just have him run backward and you you lateral it to him? Oh, but guess what? Uh, The linebacker who's standing in front of him trucked the motherfucker and that was it that was that like it was pointless i had always uh, thought that the uh, the pat mcafee fake punt against the patriots was the worst play of all time nope the dallas cowboys and that dumb shit in a playoff game is the worst play of all time made no sense I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm entirely flabbergasted. I, I, you know, I'm saying, what on earth is going on here? What on earth is happening? 
And it went exactly how everybody thought it would go. And now, the architect of that genius play is gone to San Diego, where he's going to ruin that quarterback, and where they're going to lose uh, you know, poorly in a playoff game. Why did I say? It's not San Diego anymore, you old fuck. Whatever, who cares? <laughs> it is San Diego, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. The coach I wanted fired is now in charge of the offense. Yippee! Uh, next year, let's say, I'm going to say 11 wins for the Cowboys next year. Another wild card berth. And another uh, first round. Well, they well, actually, they made it to the second round this year, so... Uh, nope, nope, nope. First round loss. That's the prediction for the Dallas Cowboys next season. Because they're not going to have Tony Pollard to start the year, because that motherfucker blew up his leg. Blew up. So there you go. Um, it, as I mentioned, it's going to be really fucking cold this weekend. Like, single-digit cold. And I was very happy to receive an email from the uh, provider of my electricity, National Grid, who made it a point uh, to let me know that they were here for me in case of, uh, you know, any problems, basically. What did I do with that email? I want. Hopefully I kept it. Let's see. National Grid. It's riveting. Riveting. Um, let's see. No. Oh, damn. Basically, it was, um, hey, we're here to help you with, um, with your cost of, of your electricity. We're here to help. And it's uh, basically, you know, uh, get a get a digital thermostat. Get, you know, some other fucking dumb shit. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. I didn't really have uh, a problem with my electric bill last year. What could have happened? Hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with my uh, thermostats. No, I don't think so. Mainly because I already have them. I have digital thermostats. Oh, uh, maybe get heat, uh, you know, energy efficient heat pumps. Oh, I've got those too. Yeah, I've got them all over the house. They came with the house, but, you know, still. Um, so, yeah, those two things are covered. And then the third one was, you know, call National Grid to discuss options. Oh. What are my options, regional monopolized power company? You raised the fucking price of electricity, and now you have the fucking balls to send that email to your customers? What? What? Unfucking believable. I was absolutely stunned. I was literally floored when I got that email. My electric bill last month was ungodly. And there's only three people here. And look, it could have something to do with the with the shed and how it's powered poorly and whatever. Not the point. The point is, I still had a very large bill to pay. And why did I have a very large bill to pay? Because of you. You fucking assholes. Like what what do you what are you doing? I and, and you know I can almost imagine uh the people like in charge of of marketing or whatever that are in charge of the the emails. They all must have been sitting in there just laughing. Just cackling, counting their money, uh, thinking about all the fucking people whose electricity they're going to turn off that day. 
because you know they can't fucking afford to pay their goddamn electric bill. And as I've said a thousand times before, it is it is next to impossible to be poor in the fine state. Well, sorry, the fine Commonwealth of Massachusetts. You, you, you just can't. It's impossible. How? How on earth could you do that? I, I, and I, I just so feel bad for people who cannot afford literally anything because, you know, for whatever reason, their job is not paying them enough. They don't have certain skills. They didn't enter the, the, the right field or anything. I don't know. It's a number of different things. Shit happens. You know, things turn out, uh, in in most instances, not the way that you want them to turn out. And sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes it is. In my case, it is. It's all my fault. Maybe because I'm a, a self-loathing asshole, so I think that everything that happens to me is entirely my fault. But, you know, in some cases, it has been. But Christ Almighty, I just, I, I couldn't imagine... I could not imagine, and I and I've said this before. Who in their right mind is that's poor in this state is not doing everything in their power to get the fuck out of this state? It's just too god. The rent is too damn high. I'm kind of getting off topic here, but um, one thing that I did find very interesting a couple weeks back was a picture of a uh, Kim Kardashian. At Harvard Business School. Seems she was there for an MBA seminar. As her company, Skims, was profiled. Skims, if you're uh, not familiar, is a um, a, uh, a brand of uh, shapewear, undergarments. It was co-founded by Kim and two sisters. And so Kim and her uh, one of one of the co-founders was there talking about her company. Yeah, look, she I think she got the, the wrong impression as to what the actual th- you know thing that she was talking about because she was quoted as saying, you know, now there's a class about my company, which is not entirely the case. It's basically a um, it was a seminar course, non-credit, just sort of a hey, let's look at various companies kind of a thing. But whatever. And so people were all, you know, like laughing at her, making jokes. Oh, you, you know, what the fuck? What are you doing, Harvard? You're stupid, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people can't get uh, past, you know, reality television and amateur porn arranged by her mother, allegedly. But let's face facts. This girl's not stupid by any stretch of the imagination. Do you know how much this fucking company is worth? I had no clue. This thing's worth over $3 billion. $3 billion with a B. As of a year ago, $3.2 billion. And it's only, it's not even three years old yet. Four years old. $3.2 billion. She slapped her name on this stupid shit. Bras and underwear and shapewear and other crap just for women. So she's cut out half the population. $3.2 billion. And people are going to laugh at her? Come on now. She herself is worth over a billion dollars. Now, if you want to quibble about her taste in men, I'm here for it. But if you're if you're not a Harvard MBA student, you have no room to get pissy. But you do have room to get fucked. Just like Kim. You like how I tied that in? Man, am I good at this. Not really. On the way home tonight, I uh, drove past a liquor store and there was a sign um, out in front of the liquor store that that proclaimed Sea Ice Vodka, 1.75 liters, $8.99. It's like, oh... Good old sea ice vodka. Bottom shelf. Real. (laughs) 
some real shit. Sea ice vodka. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's been around for a long time. Not a long time. A few years or so. And I don't recall it being, like, you know, any more than 10 bucks, right? And uh, it got to thinking, like, is this the only thing? Is this the only product that the, uh, you know, uh, quote-unquote inflation hasn't hit? Like, cause, because that shit has been around that price for years. And it got me thinking about two things. One, uh, years ago, I lived by myself down in Plymouth. A real shithole apartment. But I enjoyed it. It was fine. I was just broke. I was broke as fuck. uh, Borderline depressed. Doing a lot of drinking. And I remember... I went to the liquor store and I bought two handles of booze. Two bottom shelf handles of booze. One was a store brand gin. And the other one was an an off-brand vodka. So I was like, okay, what what am I going to do here? So I tried the vodka, I mean the, the gin. It's like, oh, this ain't terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever had. Like, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe this bottom shelf cheap shit kind of deal isn't the worst thing. And then I tried the vodka. And it was grotesque. It was the worst thing I'd ever had. So much so, I proceeded to literally dump it down the drain. I am, boy, I tried. I mixed it with fucking every single goddamn thing I could think of. It just didn't work. It was the most forward-flavored shit vodka I had ever had. Normally, when you're drinking vodka, you know, whatever you put in it is the dominant flavor, but not in this particular instance. This stuff was just rot gut garbage. It's like, oh, good times, man. Good times. And then I was like, secondly, they should use this crap as some kind of stupid economic indicator. Like if the price goes up, inflation is real. If the price stays flat, inflation is bunk. If the price goes down, holy shit, good times. So drink up and throw up, right? Yeah, sea ice vodka, $8.99. Boy. Like, who are the people drinking that? Kids? Homeless people? I mean, even alcoholics have better taste than that. Most do. I don't know. I've never been one, so I don't know. Uh, I'm trying out, well, I tried out moist January. Instead of not dry January, because... Spent a week in Mexico. So that was out the window. But moist January, basically just drinking once a week. And not and, and trying not to drink uh, a lot. So, yeah, there you go. All right. This show stinks, by the way. <laughs> when there's nothing to get me excited... Uh, about, I shouldn't even say that. I don't want to say not excited about doing the show. Like, I raced, honestly, I had to drive into the office today because uh, I had to bring my wife to the airport. So I parked at the garden. Good deal, not bad, 26 bucks. Uh, it was okay, in and out of there, honestly. And there was no traffic. I think I got fucking lucky. You know, I left it, I probably got out of the garage at quarter six, maybe, maybe 10 of. Drove all the way down to fucking East Bumfuck, and there was uh, very little traffic. I was quite pleased. Um, And I've totally forgot what I was going to fucking say. (laughs) So, no, I'm always excited to do the show. Otherwise, I wouldn't keep doing it and have no one listen. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just weird because I was thinking on the way home. I'm like, all right, 
what's on what's on my podcast list and and I couldn't really think of it. I mean, I remember the gonorrhea thing just because I was so astonished by it. And I really, I wanted to do some more legwork. But I'm um, lazy. So I didn't. So I just gave you the numbers and expect you to believe me when I said I heard it on AM 1030 WBZ. Which I did. Anyways. Uh, but I am excited to bring you yet another wonderful uh, complaint by P1 Complainer Heather. This is a good one. And I've this is something that's been, you know, this this has bothered me for a very long time. And I, I'm fairly certain that over the course of these 150 plus editions of this godforsaken program that I've mentioned this. But I really don't feel like going back and, and finding it. But I'm fairly certain this has come up at some point. Hey, Dave. It's me, Heather, again. Uh, I guess I'm just filled with complaints in the morning, especially in the winter season. But I'm driving to work, and I see a bumper sticker on a car and that says, I've climbed Mount Washington. And I see this one a lot, and it drives me fucking crazy. Like, I don't give a fuck. Sorry, if you hear that rattling, it's a dog crate in the back, and I don't know how to stop it. Um, but I don't give a fuck if your uh, car climbs Mount Washington. Like, that's not impressive at all. You're driving a $30,000 vehicle. I hope that it can climb up top. It's not like you hike the whole Ma Appalachian Trail or hike it up yourself. And maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe it's, like, a challenging course for your car to get up and you have to be a NASCAR driver. But, like, to me, it's just not impressive at all. So I don't know why people put it on their bumper sticker. But, again, I might be ignorant because I've never done it. But I hope to God if I ever do it, I do not put this bumper sticker on my car. So let me know your thoughts. I really hope you were able to hear this over the noise in the background. But, uh, yeah, talk to you soon. First complaint we've received on the show with a dog crate rattling in the back of the car. So thank you as always, Heather. Um, I have felt the exact same way for a number of years. And I remember when I was a kid, vividly remember, like, seeing these stickers and being somewhat uh, impressed. But only because I was a, a kid. And I thought in my dumb brain that the car itself had literally climbed the mountain. Well, Dave, that's not the case because there's just a road that you drive up. Now, uh, a, a challenging road, I wouldn't call it that. I'd call it a tad windy in spots, um, a bit narrow in others. But, you know, you don't have to be an exceptionally skilled driver uh, to climb this thing. That's not even the worst offense, if you ask me. These things are massive. These are very large, uh, bright bumper stickers. And when you put one of them on your car, you you know you can see them from the top of Mount Washington. I don't I don't see the appeal because so many fucking people have this stupid sticker on it on their car. It just shows, it, honestly, it's an advertisement that says, oh, I got suckered into buying a bumper sticker, or uh, I think I'm cool because I did something that, you know, 50 million other people in the greater New England area have done before, except for Heather. But, like, it's just a, it's a symbol, it's a sign. You may as well put gullible on, your, on a sticker and slap it on the back of that thing, because what's the difference? You got conned into thinking it was... I mean, you get up there and, you, and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, it's a nice view. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, but, you know, it's not something you're going to hang around and, and, like, soak it up. Because especially, it's fucking freezing cold up there all year round. So, you know, if you're not prepared, like, if you go up there in July... And you're in shorts and a t-shirt. By the time you get to the top, if you get out of the car, you've got five minutes before you're fucking cold. 
So get back in the car there, Chachio. Get, grab your sticker when you get back to the gift shop, you sucker. Those things have to... And who is benefiting from the, the sale of the stickers? Who I, I need to look that up. God damn it. I'm going to get dragged into a fucking sticker rabbit hole. Like, who's the one? Where does this money go? Is there a... It's got to be a business, like, at the bottom of the mountain, right? I just... I don't recall. It's been a very long time. Oh, God damn it. And that's the other thing, too. Like, if you do hike the entire Appalachian Trail, is there a gift shop at the end? What is it? Mount Katahdin? Katahdin? No, it's not a T. Katahdin. I think it's Katahdin. I think it's Katahdin. I'm not 100% sure. I can't pronounce it. Fuck you. The end of the Appalachian Trail in Maine, or the beginning, depending on your orientation. Is there a gift shop up there that said, I hiked the Appalachian Trail? Heather would be far more impressed with that sticker than the one that says you're, you, you drove up a mountain. And listen, uh, if you do go to Mount Washington, that's fine. You can just tell people you did. You don't have to, you don't have to plaster a giant advertisement on the back of it. I really hope it's like the Mount Washington, you know, uh, tourism board that's benefiting from this. And not just some fucking grifter that is taking advantage of his lo location. Low, 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 location. Though I am, I am almost certain I've mentioned that before. <laughs> I also like, probably haven't like gone back and listened to many of my episodes in quite some time, which is a good thing because um, they're all terrible. All right, I mentioned <clears throat> a question that I had raised, uh, and I did so on the Instagram at complaints pod where i said um what are what are some of the what are the weirdest things you've seen someone do in the car while driving i got a few replies uh buddy Corey sent over a picture of a dude who was like jamming out in his car like it was uh rather interesting what he was doing, just sort of rocking back and forth and clearly singing and enjoying something. But it was good. Um, friend of the show, Donnie. Watch two dudes move a sofa in a Volvo down the street. Uh, the drive is downhill. One dude is steering in neutral. The other dude running alongside uh, with the car in the back, holding up the sofa with a third of it inside the trunk. That is Stupid. <laughs> it's just really dumb. It's just something that someone who owns and drives a Volvo would do. Oh, I'm going to stick this sofa in the fucking trunk. Try to move it. Stupid. Stupid Volvos. Uh, my buddy Scott, friend of the show, basically said he saw somebody eating cereal. So I'm like, oh, like out of a bowl? He said, with milk. Yes. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. That seems like a lot of effort just to eat cereal. How much do you really love cereal that that's what you need to do? However, the most interesting response that I got was uh, from soon to be a friend of the show, Robert Dean, uh, author, writer. Robert Dean, I got connected with him via uh, other friend of the show, Jacques, of the uh, Carnival Personnel podcast. At least I think it was Jacques. <laughs> um, and he seems like a fucking interesting dude. I started reading the book that he wrote, and uh, yeah, it was 
it's going to be interesting. It it reads almost like sort of a um not I don't want to call it Bukowski esque, but like in that sort of Bukowski uh, Hunter Thompson, like the tone is what I get. And and again, like I'm not a well read person by any stretch of the imagination. So when I say these things, it's you know I've read a little bit of each of them. So, but you know, I'm very curious to progress in the book to see how it goes. But I'm a couple chapters in, so far so good. I like what he's getting at, and again, he seems like a like an interesting cat. So the, the hopefully the conversation will be good. Um, he basically said, uh, uh, jerking off, and then licking his hand clean. I'm like, oh, all right. He was driving, so I guess no need for the mess. Yeah. <laughs> How long? Were you watching this that you saw that? And I guess the same can be said with the cereal in the bowl, but two totally different things. <laughs> Gross. Um, the strangest thing I ever saw was a dude playing a trumpet while he was driving. Like I literally watched him and heard him playing his trumpet on Route 24 North. This was, I don't know how many fucking years ago, but it was a while ago. Playing the fucking trumpet. Like, oh, that's that's very odd. So, uh, if you want to call in, strangest thing you've seen, someone in a car doing while driving, 617-657-4736. Hopefully, it does not involve anyone else jerking off and licking their hand clean. Maybe it happens more often than we know. I couldn't tell you. All right, as it is the, oops, sorry about that, I had to move the mic around. Uh, as it is the end of the show, um, and as it is Wednesday, it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show, three gripes. Three gripes. Gripe number one, death metal band fonts. Just because you are a death metal band, nothing says uh, that you have to use a font that is entirely impossible to read. Like, am I supposed to be frightened by the font? What is it? And and why why do you all have to copy one another with a dumb font? It's not necessary. Like, you can't speak the font, right? So, for example, the band Carcass, right? Uh, it it. What's the name of the band? Carcass. It's not like Carcass or whatever it is that, it, you know, they're, the font is supposed to imply. I mean, do you lose, do you lose street cred if you have, uh, if you're a death metal band um, and you don't have that or a version of that shitty font. Like <laughs> you go to a festival and it's just like you know, uh, give me a let me let me let me think of a horrible death metal band name. Wait, let me consult the list. <laughs> I don't think there's anything on here that could be considered a a death metal band, but you never know. You never know. Where's my list? Oh, what the fuck? Here we go. All right, um, what could be considered a death metal band name? Uh, I got nothing. There's really nothing here. <laughs> this is there's so many good ones. Oh, it's so bad. Um, I got nothing. Damn it. All right, insemination. <laughs> and I think we actually. <laughs> so if you just if if your band's name was Insemination, I mean, one, it's hilarious Two, you could write that out in a death metal font. And then people would read and be like, what? But if let's say you didn't have the death metal font, 
but the name of your band is Insemination, and you're a, you're a death metal band, and you go to a festival, and it just says Insemination like on, on the marquee. <laughs> oh, that's good. I've probably talked about that too. Now that I think about it, I have a feeling I've mentioned that. Eh, what do I know? Um, so fucking hell. Oh, it's just so bad, and it's weird because I, you know, I follow. Uh, you know, one of the local clubs that's you know caters to to that caters to metal, the Western Mass metal scene, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, the 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 ad was like all these bands coming for whatever the the festival was or the show was, and it was just it's like I can't I I can barely make out what these say. Why are they doing this? It's entirely pointless. I I need a fucking band that'll just buck the trend and and come out and just, you know, be a death metal band, but write their, their logo in like Comic Sans or something. Like, enough. Like, I should be able to fucking see what the name of your band is, right? I mean, you would think. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> gripe number two. Nick Adams. Now, if you're not familiar with Nick Adams, you should be. I am 1,000% convinced that uh, world-class tri- Twitter, Twitter troll, Twitter troll, Twitter troll slash general troll slash Donald Trump supporter Nick Adams is nothing more than a fucking well-crafted parody because the guy is so fucking funny. Every fucking thing that he says is so goddamn hilarious and it's because it's so absurd like he he paints himself as an alpha male and he just he just looks like a doughy dad basically i hope he doesn't have children but like he's he's an aussie which is funny uh you know and and Everything he says fucking makes me laugh. And I hate him. <laughs> that's that's why. But, like, he tweeted something today, like, uh, that he's, fi- he's finally launched his own store. The official Nick Adams, parentheses, alpha male shop. All pro all profits will benefit pro alpha male causes. There's just no fucking way this guy is real. There's no way. I will not be convinced. What else did he say today? The perfect Valentine's date is at Hooters. What are you doing? It's it's not that funny. Uh, it's not Taco Tuesday. It's T-Bone Tuesday. Like, it's just so... It's so fucking... It's so fucking cheesy. Which is why I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that at some point this dude's gonna come out and say, yeah, the whole thing was a... was a ruse. An elaborate ruse. (laughs) I play pickup basketball the old school way. No blood, no foul. No three-point line. The left hates this. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, my God. It's genius. Like, he's just a fucking... He's just, uh, it's brilliant. Like, it's so brilliant. And I refuse to believe that it's, like, serious. I refuse. 
because I just can't, I can't, I can't see like how, how it is. (laughs) Every single fucking thing, guys, is just, it is so fucking absurd. And here's the thing, right? Either he's a total piece of shit and just completely out to lunch or he's a, or he's a genius. There's no gray area here. I'm choosing to believe he's a genius. That he's managed to uh, to create this grift and 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 garner all kinds of attention from you know uh, fucking shitty dudes wearing sunglasses in their Twitter profile. Because it's just so fucking funny. It's too funny. To, to be true. You know, they're paying... These fucking right-wingers are paying, like, uh, Jim Brewer to to do uh, stand-up. Jim Brewer used to be funny. Now he's... I don't know what his deal is. I think he's found a niche. And he's exploiting it. And whatever. Good for you, pal. Um, But they're barking up the wrong tree. They need Nick Adams. Like, put that motherfucker on stage with a microphone and just let him read his own tweets. That is gold. 1,000% gold. Anyways, I've talked too too long about Nick Adams. Uh, Grape number three. Couples uh, in public where only one person is wearing a mask. Wife and I went to see Hamilton a couple weeks ago. Good show. I can see why it's popular. Uh, I enjoyed it, um, but there were a lot of people wearing masks in the theater, and that's fine. Whatever, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. I don't mind. What I do find curious is an obvious couple where only one of them is wearing a mask. Now, I brought this up to my wife, and she said, "Well, you know, maybe one is, uh, you know, compromised, uh, immuno compromised." Okay, yep. If you, if you get sick, you're in trouble. That kind of thing. But here's the thing, okay? It's a couple. So wherever they're going, obviously one of them feels that it's enough of a, an issue that they have to put the mask on. The other one doesn't. Yet they cohabitate. So they're sharing the same air at home. They're, they're you know, maybe kissing each other goodbye, goodnight, whatever. In my mind, it completely defeats the entire purpose of the mask, does it not? It just seems it just seems odd. And then it's all right, so maybe the other person is just so anti-mask. They just can't they can't do it. I hate masks so much. I can't wear them. But I don't like you enough to do it for you. I'm going to risk getting you sick. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. And again, I could be wrong. I've been wrong thousands of times before. But it just seems odd. It looks weird. Um, You know, and I think the solidarity would go a long way, would it not? I don't know. maybe, Maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's not the case at all. Maybe they don't really like each other. They just go to the theater together. All right, that'll do it. I figure talking about the theater is a good time to end the show. Um, again, as always, 617-657-4736. Call in. Leave a voicemail. Complain. Observe. What's on your fucking mind? I need to know. Nobody else really does. And again... Entirely anonymous. You don't have to say who you are, which honestly works perfectly. But if you want people to know who you are, share it. Why the fuck not? Um, you can go to the Instagram page at Complaints Pod, uh, the Twitter page also at Complaints Pod. I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that I don't do anything with. I have a Twitch channel that I can't figure out. You can also go to Post at Complaints Pod. Or Mastodon. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, but that's it. That's it for the show. 
Um, yeah, there'll be an episode next week. Yep, there will. There will be. There will be. Going to a show next Wednesday night, though. Uh, going to see Alter Bridge in Mammoth, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Should be good. Hopefully. Yeah, it should be. It should be good. But anyways, as always, listen, uh, thank you so, so very much for listening and, and putting up with this crap and for some reason clicking play on my show. I don't know why you do it, but you do. And I thank you. Um, Please tell your friends. Tell your friends about my show. Let them suffer the indignity of listening to such crap spewed by a very stupid person. Uh, tell your friends, tell your moms, and uh, yeah, that'll do. Listen, take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.